Welcome to another episode of Making Magic with your host, Bradley Morris from Magic Media. This is the go-to show for purpose-driven creators to get inspired with innovative new ideas to produce your educational content, build thriving online communities, and turn your message into a movement. Dearly beloved, welcome to another fabulous moment in time. And thanks for tuning in to this moment in time with me and my special guest, Shanti Zach, who is the creator of the Empathy Marketing Ecosystem. So Shanti is a quiz funnel strategist, growth consultant coach that's obsessed with psychology, interactive marketing, and getting bragworthy results for her students and clients. Shanti believes in boring is the enemy. Neutral is a death sentence and a real talk is the way of the future. So in her spare time, you can find Shanti hanging with her three kiddos, learning how to homestead or binge watching chef's table. You can go to Shanti Zach. That's C-H-A-N-T-I-Z-A-K.com or Z-A-K.com if you're in America. And today we're going to be talking about quizzes. We're going to be talking about marketing. And if you love this conversation, then you're going to want to check out the workshop that Shanti is coming to teach called Create a Quiz to Grow Your Biz to Our Magic Mind Community on November 23rd. You can check the link out wherever you're watching or listening to this. And uh, without further ado, Shanti, how are you? I am doing great. Thank you for having me. It's always delightful to have a conversation with another creator and another creator in British Columbia, Canada. Yeah. Yeah. yeah thanks for kind of few and far between. It's just wonderful. We have uh there's this like cluster of people in my community that have all kind of come from random directions that are all in and around the west coast of BC, which is always weird to be like, hey, we're kind of like neighbors. It's kind of cool. Yeah. Then, you know, everybody else is spread out all over the world. Well, thanks for taking some time. This is a really interesting subject around quizzes and customized marketing strategies. And and before we get into some of those pieces, uh, I know you live in the Kootenays. There's mountains everywhere. There's nature everywhere. I know this is one of the topics you wanted to chat about is how does nature inspire your marketing philosophy? Oh, man. Well, this has really become a focal point of my work since moving to the coots and having a massive garden that I just inherited and all this space and lots of different animals and amazing opportunities for foraging and wild crafting. And there's just such an abundance of, of nature's bounty right outside my door. And so interacting with that on a daily basis I find myself reflecting on all of the similarities between how nature and a, and a natural ecosystem operates and how marketing and, and our businesses could operate if we looked at them from that, from that lens. But I think often we're not taught to look at our businesses and marketing as an interconnected ecosystem where nothing is separate. We're taught to look at it like it's a machine and, and everything is separate. And one thing will solve all your problems. And like, you know, the story that we've all been told. The separate self story. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And there's just, there's just so many examples 
of that in in the, the wild, but also in a garden where say, you know, you're dedicating 80% of your time to picking weeds when like, if you zoom out and simply look at the soil, the nutrients that are in the soil, you could probably rectify the problem at a bigger, more effective level. And it's the same in our businesses. We spend so much time just picking weeds, just doing shit that doesn't matter and doesn't really make an impact. When if we zoom out and take a step back, there's there's bigger, bigger things we can do that don't necessarily require more energy, but that have a greater impact on the ecosystem as a whole. Yeah, it's so true. Uh, the the interconnectedness. So I guess the for you getting into quizzes, getting into marketing, was this always your jam? Have you been a marketing through and through a marketer through and through for a long time? Or what what brought you on this journey? Yeah, no, I it was really quite random. I started a food blog when my first kid was I think he was still in the womb, actually. And I was plotting and planning all the ways that I wouldn't have to go back to work. And at the time I was working as a cook and, you know, very demanding, did not want to be doing that after I had a baby. So I thought, how can I take this skill set that I have and build, build an online business with it? And so I started doing that and I quickly realized I knew nothing about marketing or building an audience or creating valuable content. And I just sort of learned through doing and long story short, I never was able to crush and, and make mad money with my food blog, but I did start getting writing gigs and uh, jobs, creating recipes and developing content for other bloggers primarily in the health and wellness spaces. And through that, I discovered copywriting. I, I learned more about online marketing and audience building. And it just sort of organically tumbled into this like very specific niche that is quizzes when I offhandly created one with zero expectations that it would work or be more effective than anything else I'd done for a company I was working for. And it like, it blew everything else, all other lead magnets and audience building things we've done. It blew all of that out of the water. And I was like, what, what is this? Why does this work? What's going on here? And is this a replicable thing? And that was like seven years ago. What now. was the original quiz on? What was the topic? <laughs> It was on uh, which of your chakras is blocked. <laughs> wow. And and what do you think, what do you think it was about that that, that created such a draw for people to come into? I, well, from my present self perspective, I now know that everyone's, most people's favorite topic is themselves. <laughs> so anytime we can ask a question about you and put you in the spotlight and provide a specific solution 
relevant to your unique circumstances, that is way more alluring than attend this. We, we used to do teleseminars. This is like so long ago now in internet years, attend this teleseminar on like how to achieve enlightenment versus, oh yeah, which of my chakras is blocked? Like, I want to know. So I, I think that's one of the main reasons why it works so well. And then what did that, so you had the success with quiz number one and what kind of journey began for you there? Yeah, after that, I just asked the question, would this work for other types of businesses? Would this work in other niches? Would this work with business owners at all different levels? And I started out simply as a contractor creating quizzes and quiz funnels for clients, getting better and better results, the better I got and the more I understood like the psychology behind why this works and, and what we're doing here. And from there, I started teaching and showing other people how to do it, certifying copywriters in how to do it for their clients and really deepening my understanding of why it works and, and why it's worth potentially worth your time as a business owner to create something like this. So there's the personality piece and the mm -hmm. fact that that is often irresistible to the people you're talking to. They want to know more about themselves within the context of the subject matter that you speak on or have products around. But then there's there's also other benefits that have sort of bubbled up and we can talk about those. I feel like I just went on a big tangent. No, let's just keep going. This is this is your moment in the spotlight. You just riffed. So the the okay, idea okay. of like people want to learn about themselves and then what other benefits are there to the quiz? Yeah. So I mean I basically got some proof that okay this works with all different industries, all different levels of business, different niches, different offerings. It, it works and beyond the personality pieces, there's the benefit to the business owner of being able to ask questions at scale and questions are a portal into possibilities. Like that's how we begin conversations, right? We ask questions. And so through asking questions, you can learn more about your audience, what they want, what they're struggling with, what they've tried in the past, what sort of solutions they're looking for, their dominant personality traits, which influences, you know, how you communicate with them, all these different things. We can gain insight around through a quiz. Yeah. And I kind of want to give you like a hands-on example because it can all feel a little like, what do you mean? How does this work? Yeah, go for it. Are you game? Yeah. Okay. So I, I was thinking about your app, Magic Kids, and like, how would a quiz work in that case? Hmm. So for the app, you serve parents and kids 
And the kids that you're creating content for are at various different ages, right? Yeah. So probably it's important for you to understand what age groups your users' kids are so that you can serve them the best stories and songs that fit where they're at maturity-wise. So that's just one example of like, how does having this understanding and data influence our ability to serve at a greater level? So that's the, that's the data piece and like just understanding your audience better. And then there's sort of the super nerdy, like segmentation side Yeah. where based that's on the interesting piece, yeah. right? Based on that information within your email marketing software and this can even like apply directly to what people see in your app or on your website you now know that this user has a seven-year-old little girl yeah and her interests are unicorns and space so you could set up an onboarding sequence that even like you can capture their daughter's name and put that in there and say like, here is some curated content that we think Galaxy will love. Yeah. We'll call her Galaxy. Nice, nice name you came up with there. (laughs) She sounds like I keep a catalog of good, good names (laughs) in in case that vasectomy didn't work yeah just in case there's always a name ready so can you share for some people they're thinking okay quizzes like i send out a survey what's the difference between a quiz and a survey that you would send out to your audience that's a great question so surveys are really important too surveys allow you to get what we in copywriting we call voice of customer data you're getting someone's responses in their own words. Yeah. Whereas with a quiz, it is a much lower lift for the person on the on the other side. Yeah. They don't have to sit down and type out their answer to every question. It's and that's like typical of surveys, although some surveys will have more multiple choice, but a quiz is specifically multiple choice questions. Yeah. Or like sliding scale, zero to 10, where do you, where do you land? Yeah. So it's a, it's a much lower lift and often getting people to respond to surveys is tricky because what's in it for them? Like you don't give someone a detailed result based on their answers to a survey after they fill it in you just say thank you so much for taking the survey this is really going to help me serve you better (laughs) yeah totally whereas a quiz you're delivering um you know i like to deliver detailed in-depth like amazing first impression inducing results that are so good people are going to want to like save them and print them out yeah yeah and it's the idea is with the quiz is 
when they get through it, it's, it's answering a question for them and it sets them on a new journey. So that's, that's part of the segmentation piece is when they fill out the quiz, it's like, Oh, your heart chakra, here's a meditation. I would suggest you get, and then they go by the meditation and then that takes them down a whole, whole other rabbit hole that they can go down. Um, yeah. Which is the neat, neat piece about quizzes. Do you have a favorite quiz builder that you typically use? Yeah, I use Interact, which the, the URL is tryinteract.com. That's my go-to. And then sometimes if you have, um, like if you need a quiz for an e-commerce website, yeah. Octane AI is a good one that's specific to e-commerce. Um, but those, those are my top, top cool. two. And is there a number of questions, uh, you know, with the, the chakras one you got, let's yeah. just say going with the traditional seven chakras as the potentials for what's blocked. How many answers do you need to be able to send them to the most accurate answer to their question? Yeah. Well, Typically you start to see, and the trend, this is a trend like across the board in thousands of quizzes that have been analyzed, you start to see drop off increase when you have more than 10 questions. Right. So people kind of tend to like run out of patience if you have too many questions. <laughs> and it depends on what you're giving them to, right? Yeah. Like if you're promising them a detailed assessment on like, the the health of all aspects of their life you're probably going to need more than 10 questions yeah but if you're giving them a quiz on like find your perfect playlist on magic kids 10 questions is more than enough yeah yeah and that's typically the same for sending out a survey to get information and the only way that I've ever seen surveys work is if I give away something, give away. I've done yes. cash giveaways of like, yeah. if you fill this out, you'll be entered into a draw for cash or mm -hmm. I'll give you coaching or you get this product or whatever. That's the only way yeah. I've ever seen it work. You got to incentivize them at this point. Like yeah. nobody's going to spend time taking a survey if there's nothing in it for them. I don't. That's for sure. Me neither. Yeah. yeah. Um. So what sort of... uh challenges do you see quizzes solving or problems do you see quizzes solving for businesses i think they are they're great if you are having some challenges building your audience consistently yeah and or or that feeling of like you have to create some new lead magnet freebie like every few months because the last thing got stale like they they solve that problem when approached from the mindset of like how can i create something that has staying power that captures like the essence of what i do i use the five love languages as an example a lot because it's it's a great example like yeah. that assessment and book stand the test of time yeah so like if you look at what what kind of quiz would i build for my business through the lens of well what do i want to be known for what do i really care about who do i really want to reach 
and you incorporate those ideas into the quiz, you can create something that will serve your business for years and years. And that typically converts a lot better than other other options that you might be considering, like your your free guide or PDFs and things that aren't interactive. So the quiz has that like, okay, number one, it's about our audience's favorite topic and it, it kind of captures their attention and makes them think as they're answering the questions and going through the results. Yeah. So audience growth, um, definitely segmentation. Like I work with a lot of businesses that are doing really well and they have tons of different offers and they have so much content and they have huge email lists, but like, they don't know anything about the people who are on their email list because they've been relying only on surveys and like, they don't have scalable segmentation tools that when you get to a certain size are essential. Otherwise you're marketing a beginner podcasting course to someone who's had a podcast for 10 years and is crushing it. Yeah. And you, then you lose people. Yeah. So that segmentation piece too is, is really important. And do you have any uh, quizzes that you've done recently or that you would want to send people to, to go experience it firsthand to get inspired by what's possible? Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll send you guys my growth type quiz. I just created it. And cool. it took me like two years. It is such a beast. It didn't take me two years of like focused, consistent work. I would like pick it up and put it down. Yeah. But I think it's a good example of, of what's possible and going above and beyond. And um, this is actually an example of creating a partially paid quiz. So there's an option cool. on the results page to upgrade for $17 to get uh, the full version of your results and like a, work, a workbook and stuff. So yeah, check Love that it. Okay. Mm-hmm. I will share this in the show notes and in the newsletter as well for people to check out. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. That's... And if you want a quiz specific quiz, I also have a very meta quiz that just tells you what type of quiz would make the most sense for your business. Love meta quizzes. Quiz <laughs> for quizzing quizzes. Yes. <laughs> it is. I joke that it's the most meta, <clears throat> meta quiz on the internet. That's so funny. Uh, that's great. I will, I'll share that one as well. Awesome. Um, yeah. Thanks for, for giving these examples. I think it helps people to wrap their brains around like what is possible. Um, one of the questions that I always like to ask when guests come on, because there's, you know, as creators, there's infinite numbers of business models that we can have and ways that we, we serve and create and earn revenue and stuff. So what would you say, like for you, what is your business model? How do you, how do you market and how do you generate revenue for what you do in the world? Yeah, that's a great question. I have like, sort of two sides of my business. One is like a boutique agency side where I offer done for you custom quiz funnels, 
sometimes we'll do like other copywriting things, full launches. I loved the idea that you shared in your workshop about um, revenue sharing. Side note, definitely like want to explore that more. Um, and that's like very high ticket, like 25K is a typical price point. And I only take like maybe two, three clients per quarter max yeah. for, for that offer. And then I also teach and coach. So after years of doing just the client thing, I had people coming to me all the time asking like, well, I can't afford to work with you. How do I do this on my own? Or can I just hire you to consult me? Or I want to offer this for clients. How do I do that? So then I stepped into teaching and coaching and I have, um, three digital courses on the topic of like varying levels of depth and a coaching program for those who want to go deeper into like the ecosystem model and that's it cool. right now Fun. yeah yeah and then garden and play with kids the rest of the time yeah exactly and and marketing wise um like so many business owners, <laughs> I'm often terrible at marketing my own business. So, but that kind of works on the client side because that's almost all referral driven. Yeah. Like it's just word of mouth. Um, you know, I have like a handful of clients that have referred so many other, other amazing people my way. So that sort of takes care of itself, although I'm sure and I know there's other things I could be doing. But on the course side, I am terrible at social media. I do run ads once in a while. And that's that's worked. Great. Those are like my main things. And then I email. I email my list. I'm yeah. I'm uh, when I'm running ads and building my list. And then my list is, is growing organically as well. I do actually a lot of podcasts. So I'll be a guest on podcasts all the time, pretty much. And that helps me grow my list. And then I'm just talking to them, building those relationships. And yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Sounds like streamlined and refined that, you know, it's... Yeah, it sounds good. That's great. It's always so interesting to hear, you know, what the business operation actually looks like for so many different creators and where you focus your energy and your time and your expertise and how you leverage between the high end to the thing that can actually be supportive to the many. Yeah, absolutely. And do you have any passion projects that you're working on right now that are kind of like a, a side thing that you you're cultivating on the side or is it mostly just like the business side? I have so many passion projects. That's nice. Um, but my like biggest one right now is I just got a cow. So what? I'm learning how to be cow mom and milking my cow every day. And oh, there's a guy on the, on the coast. I forget which Island he's on, but he, he does these workshops on 
making cheese using like ancestral methods. Cool. And I attended one of his workshops like 10 years ago. And so now I'm getting back into his stuff and he has an amazing book. It's like Black Sheep Cheese Company or something. Cool. And yeah, so learning all about making cheese and butter and that is... Good country lifestyle stuff. And what's your cow's name? Her name's Kathy. Oh, Kathy the cow. (laughs) That's sweet. (laughs) Yeah, very very cool well um thanks for all of this and for everybody that's um you're now intrigued and you're interested as i said earlier uh shanty's going to be coming and teaching a workshop on november the 23rd called create a quiz to grow your biz three ways a quiz can help you improve your most meaningful metrics and how to make one. So this is going to be uh, more hands-on experience and you'll get the opportunity to also ask Shanti questions towards the end of that. Um, so come on out and there'll be a whole bunch of links in the show notes here that you can go check out and do your own quizzes and start having fun with that. I think it's a, it's a beautiful strategy. Obviously you can spread your quizzes through your newsletter, through social media. You can ask other people to share them around. And one of the things is like, which I'm sure you've experienced is, when a quiz is good, people share the quiz with their friends. Be like, hey, which one are you? Or what's, you should check this out. Totally. And that's when you know you got good marketing is when people are sharing it for you. 100%. Beautiful. Well, thank you for taking some time to come hang out and chat. Really appreciate it. And I'm looking forward to the workshop. Yeah, me too. Thanks so much, Bradley. Yeah. Take care, everybody. You'll see or hear me next time. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Making Magic Podcast with your host, Bradley T. Morris from Magic Media. If you're inspired to leverage your life's work by crafting your transformational, educational, and inspirational media, thriving online community, profitable membership, or to turn your message into a movement, then head on over to magicmedia.com, that's M-A-J-I-K, media.com, and explore what our Creators Club or partnership opportunities have to offer you and your beautiful business.